0: Welcome to another episode of Photos with Sherita. I'm Shara Humphreys, and I'm here with Rita Norton. Hi, Rita. Hi, Shara. Here we are again talking about photos and stories. I mean, I think that maybe some people would think it gets really old and we get bored with it, but we don't because it's kind of our life. I mean, we're always talking about photos and stories and memories, partly because sure, it's our business and we help other families, but we actually talk about it, you know, together as business colleagues and friends about our own photos and stories. And so, today I thought it would be fun to share a little bit about how we can use the power of technology and do a little old school stuff with our older relatives and, um, people, you know, family members in our life to get some stories, um, from photos that we just don't have a lot of context. I I mean, we just look at, we, maybe we've had a couple of special photos for years and years and we never really asked anything and nobody ever told us. And how do you get those stories? And I know for me, one of the things that I've found is it just it gets really overwhelming and i've seen some of my clients do it and i actually had an older client um, for a couple of years who just was so overwhelmed with the volume of you know what they inherited and then their own photos and then their their family's photos and it's just it it's almost like i'm not going to do this i'm just going to let my you know adult children deal with it i think that's I mean, those adult children are actually clients of ours, right, that they've inherited those things, and that could be us. But um, you have both of your parents living and healthy in Oregon, and I have my mom in Illinois. My dad passed away uh, when Riley was a baby, so it's been 19 years um, in February that he's been gone. So he he passed away when he was just 60. But we have um, this overwhelming desire to know the stories and we work with our clients and they want to know, but then we all, and that means us too, we all get stuck with how to do it, you know, with some uh, kind of kid gloves, tiptoe around it. You know, you can't just go, hey, mom, can you tell me the story of all of this stuff in this box? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's overwhelming. And even though my mom is retired and I, your parents are and they travel and all that, it it's just it's overwhelming to them. That word comes up all the time. So I want to talk about some just little baby steps kind of full circle, right? We came in as a baby. <laughs> These baby steps that we could take with our parents or special relatives to get some stories. And Rita, I'm going to start with you because I know that you have been working, um, and it is work, I'm sorry. it is work, but it's meaningful. You have been working to get stories from your parents um, through an app with stories, and we talk about that in podcast 19 and 20, if people want to go back and listen to that. But you you were getting stories through email and some writing, but now you're at the photo phase. So tell me more about the old photos that you have in your possession and what you've done with them and what your plan is.
1: Yeah. So the, like Sarah said, I started with the stories I'm using prompts and I um, got a lot of great I'm going to call it information slash stories. And then I went back and tried to um, put Thai photos that I have of their collections from when they were younger up until, you know, maybe early years of their marriage together. And um, my dad I mean, I has like maybe three or four photos, so that's sort of not going to happen. But my mom has a, quite a few more of when she was little. She was one of nine children, and she's the oldest. And so there are a lot of photos of her, especially because she was the first one born. Um, and so I thought, well, now I want to go back and I want to look at some of these photos, and I want to tie into the stories, but I found that I had a lot of photos that didn't match any of these stories that I had captured. So now... I need to send them the photos to get them to, to get stories from the photos. But as Sharon knows, my journey of getting them to respond to these prompt questions was a struggle. We reminder after reminder and can you do this and how's it going? And texts and emails. <laughs> and I mean, it was, you know, I, I sent a question a week and maybe that was overbearing. Um, so then I would dial it back a little bit. But in the end, after doing it for a year, I probably have like 20 stories from my dad. And I have maybe 30 from my mom. And so now what I think I'm going to do, uh, per one of Shira's suggestions, I'm actually going to use two of her suggestions. We were talking about this earlier. But one is I'm going to um, text my mom um, a couple of the old photos that I have, one at a time, and just ask her to tell me about the photo. Tell me what she remembers. Um, I, I know her sister's names, and when there's multiple of them in the photo, I know that. But just, like, why are you guys on this what looks like a gigantic horse when I know you grew up on a farm, but you didn't have horses? So where are you, and what was this? And I, I may find out some really great information, or she might simply not remember. Um, so that's one idea. Is I'll text her just a photo at a time and see what kind of response I get. Texting my mom is always um a surprising challenge of having a conversation, then it just stops and you're like, hello, we were in the middle of a conversation. I'm not sure if that's a, a generational thing or not, but it's the funniest thing. I think it um, is. <laughs> and then um the other idea is to print out a, a contact sheet. Um I print maybe uh, maybe six to a page. Not anymore. I don't want them to be so tiny they can't she can't see them. Um And then I'm going to be seeing my parents at the end of May and maybe to grab the top 12 photos that I have, print them out on a contact sheet. And then when I see my mom, I'll just either use a voice recorder or, you know, pen and paper. And I'll just write on the back of the paper or underneath the photo to just try and tie some of the photos that are in her collection into this sort of this storybook that I'm creating about their um life um Prior to meeting and then their early years of marriage and then a little bit of when we were growing up. So that is sort of the journey I'm on of capturing the stories of my parents' lives and trying to marry the photos in with them now since I sort of started with just photos or just gathering stories to begin with. Yeah.
0: So I I just love the whole concept, and I love that we we both recognize that it it's overwhelming. And, you know, when you said you started with prompts, and then a, a, a few minutes later, you said you sent one a week. So I know that people will ask that, like, what kind of prompts? And, and you know, just asking those questions. We've talked about favorite books, and we'll put resources on the show notes page. So that you can go to photoswithsharita.com and find some of the things that we've used to get these stories because I've actually done this with my parents. I got to, I I was lucky enough and, and feels super blessed that I got to have my dad write some things on his childhood photos. But you're really putting together your family history in photos and stories. And so that just sounds like such a great idea. But then people don't really talk about how hard it is because it, it's hard, um, For logistical reasons. I mean, you're across the country. You're on one side and they're on the other. They're far away. And then technology isn't their favorite friend, right? Like, how do we make technology work for us? And so I love what you're going to, you're going to be doing, you know, in the coming weeks and months to do this because we all know time is fleeting. But, I would say just do three, three on a contact sheet, not six, Um, and um, (laughs) just for the age, um, and that'll give you room, and then people are there, what's a contact sheet, so let me just explain a little bit more, you have scanned all of your parents' photos, so you're not going to sit with the original photos, because they're fragile, and you don't need three people touching them, and holding them, and all that, you scan them, and I've done the same thing, digitized your old family collection, so we've talked about that in other podcasts, and you can go back and listen to Scanning tips and that kind of thing. But assuming you have things scanned like Rita does, then you can go in almost any software. You can just go into, if you're on a Mac on preview, if you open up one picture, you could print it on a piece of paper. You could print it like at 50%. So then you'll have white space just on the regular paper so you can scribble notes down. I mean, that is better than nothing. And again, I'm talking about baby steps. Anything you get is going to be a treasure. Right. So don't worry about like having some sort of, you know, formal system, because, frankly, I think it intimidates them. They don't want to sit there and feel like that. I mean, there are the rare. um, Older generation that actually agree to or will have, um, you know, a family historian come in and video. You could hire a videographer and that kind of thing. But I'm here to tell you, uh, I could spend a whole lot of money and my mother would never cooperate with that. And she's, she's just not going to do it. And hi, mom. Like she's listening. She's not. (laughs) Um, But she just wouldn't do that. She wouldn't feel comfortable with it. She wouldn't like it. I'm not sure she would even let me hit record on my phone, not video, just record. But that's, so we have to be sensitive to the ways that we get the information. And so when you can sit with your parents and just hit record and have the phone laying flat and not, video recording them. Right. I have okay. seen that to stress um, people immensely including myself and so doing that with a picture but at the paper like this is just a copy so we can write all over it you know and then look what's in the background and where was this at and just being interested is going to take us you know next level baby step of getting more information and getting the story So I love your plan and I can't wait to hear. And then, you know, obviously, then we can have another podcast about it and you can tell us some of the things you've learned. I want to share one thing I did with my mom, because just like your parents or, uh, you know, the similarities that we have, um, email isn't necessarily the best way to communicate with them. My mom still appreciates a phone call and we talk Um, and she does have a smartphone, but she doesn't email. She literally like stopped emailing a few years ago, doesn't want to, she got a whole bunch of spam. And then she's like, I'm not opening that anymore. And you know, so she just, she's kind of just, and she doesn't do anything online. Right. She doesn't want, she doesn't buy online. She just doesn't do it. Right. She walks to the post office and mails her bills. I'm not kidding. And that's okay with me. She gets to do it that way. It's her life right so they don't embrace technology but she finally got a smartphone (laughs) and she i think i've said this in a podcast before she said i don't think i'm smart enough to have a smartphone which is (laughs) a little funny it was she was being smart Alec. okay so she got a smartphone she has an old iphone i know it hasn't been updated in like probably four years and i do send her photos and that's how i came up on that idea so a few weeks ago i had Four photos restored that I had put in a folder on my hard drive i 'm always restoring photos for my clients, and i 'm like, Hello, I want to restore these, and they 're of me uh, when I was a baby, like un- under two, and i don 't have very many pictures of myself, so i I had these four pictures restored, and I thought she would like to see them and since she's long dis- I thought, okay, well, the first thing I did was i I sent her the old version so she could see how good it looks now. And then I sent her the new version. I started with one just to get a reaction because she also was paranoid that I'm going to put all of our pictures out into the universe for everyone to see. And I'm not doing that. So I sent her one and I said, old versus new, I had this restored, what do you think? Uh And she's like, wow, that looks good. She responded because I have the same thing you do. Um, So, then I sent the three more, and this is what she said, (laughs) the pictures, I'm reading it right now, the pictures are much improved, and P.S., Bob looks like Rock Hudson, which (laughs) was very funny because it's my Uncle Bob and he has horn-rimmed glasses on, and he's holding me as a baby, and it's one of the only infant pictures I have, and I I laughed because I thought that's probably right, that's funny, and I love that my mom thought that, and then I could tell my cousin that, right, that's her dad. And I said, I know, right? LOL. And then, so there's this other picture and maybe this is the podcast picture it will show and we won't tell my mom because she's not in it. So I think I could do this. I'll I'll give you this picture, Rita, for our listeners to see it. Okay. So this picture had a big crack in it and it, it was just me and I'm in this little walker thing, like a, you know, with wheels. Like, that's what we called it with my kids. I don't know what they called it. So realize this is over 50 years ago. (laughs) I really don't like to say that. And I said, I look like a stressed toddler because I look very stressed in this thing. Uh Like, you know, I have no idea. Was I a happy baby? Was I, you know, whatever. And she said, this is is my story. I think it was a hot day and you did not like being in the tailor tot in quotes, that Judy brought. It was originally Jay's. Okay. Okay. I have so much context now. I'm so excited because number one, okay, good. I wasn't like stressed all the time. I don't like to think that I was a stressed like one-year-old or something. (laughs) I I totally look stressed. I like to be happy. And so the Taylor talk cracked me up because that's the name of this little thing I was in. And then I thought how cool it is that my aunt, my mom is one of seven, and she's the second youngest. So my aunt, her older sister, one of them, Judy, brought the tailor tot for me to sit in in this hot day. I don't know where we are still. And she said it was originally Jay's, which is my youngest uncle. So like now I'm like, I am yeah. I feel like I was in an heirloom tailor tot of <laughs> Jay's, right? Like I thought it was so funny. And so I just answered her back, and I said, ah, Trapped. I've always had that issue. Good to know. So she's saying, I didn't like to be in that. And that is literally a serious issue that I have of being pinned down or trapped. I'm claustrophobic. I'm like, look, that tailor top probably calls it that. And I didn't even know it was called a tailor top. So anyway, that was a little bit of fun. Great. I'll, I'll include that picture, but I got a story. I know it's only a sentence or two. It's really, yeah, it's two sentences. <laughs> Listen to my joy. I am so excited. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah but but I mean that's just it. Your joy associated with that photo now has totally shifted from what it was originally you You liked it you liked it enough to get it restored to share it with your mom, and then you found something out i mean I just think that sort of that that process um was a was rewarding to get it to get it um restored so that you could actually you know see the people in it you know with more clarity like your mom said much improved but then bonus. To have her say, you know, give you that little bit of history. And I think that that surprise, that, that that opportunity that your mom is still here to share with you those stories, that's I mean, that's a that's kind of a priceless, um, a priceless gift. Right. It
0: it really is. And it makes me it, that's that's why we've been talking about this, you and I, about our own old pictures. And we're showing people how to get the stories and we're helping our clients do that. But when I did it for myself, I'm like remember why I do this, right? Like my own. And so it makes me think, okay, now let's see what picture now should I send my mom? Right? Like I'm now plotting a little bit, just baby steps. I'm not going to barrage her with an envelope of old pictures or, or, you know, okay, mom, I have 20 more pictures. Tell me about these, right? I'm hungry for that information, but I also know and respect her boundaries of technology. And if I start blowing up her phone with a bunch of pictures, Yep. She's just, she's going to shut down. She's going to say, stop this. She, she will. She'll just say to me, what are you doing? And uh, instead, I'm just going to trickle some more in there, right? Like here and there. I did that last week. So, you know, maybe next week I'll say, hey, look at, here's two more pictures I thought were funny or whatever. Mm-hmm. And just uh, try to get that conversation going a bit more. And then that picture now has so much more context so that I mean, I even think I might frame it just because it makes me laugh because seriously, I'm stressed in that little gadget thing that I don't like to be in. Don't pin me in. Um, but yeah, so that's what we want you to um think about as listeners thinking of your own family stories. If you have a box of old photos, stop the overwhelm, Right. Think of baby steps and ways that you can open up the conversation and just go slowly. And I know for some of you, you have already run out of time and you didn't ask questions. And for that, I am so sorry. And I grieve that loss with you um, because there's so many things I still wanna talk to my dad about and I get it. But the other good news is there are other relatives, hopefully still around that could maybe fill in some of those blanks. <laughs> So think about that and think about who you could ask and maybe reconnect with in your family that you haven't talked to in a while and let that picture be the thing that opens the conversation and opens the door again. It's a sweet, sweet time to to learn those little things. So Rita, we're going to keep talking about this journey, right, of getting the stories. Absolutely. Well. I will give
1: you an update. Um, like you said, maybe you'll be in Podcast that we record sometime in, in June or July. Yeah,
0: this and, summer. You
1: know, where I'm at with the
0: with sure. parents' stories. For sure. And then I can update if I ask my mom like about three more pictures. That's about All as right. much as I can do. Sounds fair. Well, <laughs> fair. All right. Well, thanks for listening. And remember, you can jump over to photoswithcharita.com for the show notes and we'll put some resources there of, you know, question prompts and how to ask the uh, questions to get some of these stories. And we're here to help you love your photos and stories and put them together. So thanks again.